0: Welcome back, everyone, to the School of Greatness podcast. Very excited about our guest today. His name is Fabio Viviani. He grew up in Florence, Italy, and at age 11, he worked nights at a local bakery since he was too young to officially join the staff. Worked with culinary superstars in Italy, and by the time he was 27, he owned and operated five restaurants in Florence, a farmhouse, and two nightclubs. Perhaps known for his television debut on Bravo's hit reality series, Top Chef. He earned the fan favorite title. His on-screen appearances have propelled him to become one of the fastest growing household names in the country. He's also the host of award winning web series on Yahoo, one of the top 10 lifestyle and food shows on the internet. He sells his own line of ceramic cookware and is a proud endorser of brands such as Bertolli olive oil. He has authored three successful cookbooks including a New York Times bestseller and has his own digital magazine called Fabio's Magazine. I'm very excited to introduce Introduce you to our guest. We had an incredible time today on the episode here in the LA studio at the School of Greatness HQ. And here's a guy that I felt an instant connection with, an instant relationship, so much positive energy exuding from Fabio. And his mindset is extremely powerful. I mean, you don't build, uh, you know, have 10 restaurants and build all these different companies and have 1,200 employees without having an incredible mind, and still having a great personality at the same time. It just doesn't happen. So we dive into a lot about his business, how he grew his brand, the game plan, his time management strategies, and a lot of other great things on this. Also, we do some fun cooking together in my uh, kitchen. So make sure to head back to lewishouse.com slash 212 to watch the full video interview of this and also watch the video of us cooking. Without further ado guys, let's go ahead and dive into this episode with my man, the talented, New York Times best-selling author and top chef, Fabio Viviani. Weeks. head to netsuite.com slash greatness netsuite.com slash greatness again head to netsuite.com slash greatness welcome everyone back to the school of greatness podcast we've got my man fabio viviani in the house the ultimate chef good to see you brother it's good to be I'm here so man. Glad. i feel like you're one of my brothers <laughs> man i feel like right when i connected with you in person i was like yes i get this guy you know you're good people, and good people gotta stick together. Exactly, always. exactly. So I want to start with a couple of fun facts about us. Yes, some mutual points of interest. Yes, please. So Fabio's from Italy. Yes, born I- and raised. I'm quarter Italian. It's quarter. <laughs> Do you know what? My grandmother's from Italy. I'm from you know what area? Um, yeah, it's called. I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I think it's called Sulmona. Sulmona Sulmona do you know Is that Are you kidding
1: me? I love it. Sulmona is a beautiful area yeah. in the northern region of Italy uh-huh. like center like center up and uh, they're really really famous actually for their steak. Really? Yes, there is like I think every year there is a major um, there is a major, um, steak, uh, like fair. Huh. You no, know, it's Sumona. mean, it's, it's a
0: beautiful, beautiful city. It's close to the lake. Wow.
1: Um, it's fun, fantastic, beautiful.
0: I have to go check. I've never been. So I've been to Italy. You've been I've to been Italy? I've been to Milan, I've been to Florence, so, uh, not Florence, but Venice and, uh, I'm uh, from Milan. Florence. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna have to come check out Florence next time yeah. I Rome next time I go.
1: Now, next time you go, you gotta give me I'm a heads gonna, up, and we'll go we'll do we'll, it right. We gotta, we do gotta do it
0: right, man. Come on, we gotta do it right. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, the first uh, mutual connection. The second mutual connection is uh, we're both on a Bravo show. Yeah, you were you were on Top Chef, obviously as yeah. a fan favorite, and you know blew up as a huge star. And uh, I was on a show called <laughs> called Misadvised. It was like a relationship dating show misadvice yes it was a it was a bad decision, but it was an interesting experience I'll you know, say that you
1: know here, here's the here I think the is the good and the bad about mm-hmm. television, right yeah if you're a good guy and you look good, you're yourself, mm-hmm. regardless if the show is successful or not, yeah. you still have some good material to use yes. here and there yes if you look like you're a douchebag <laughs> on national television,
0: <laughs> right. That's really It's going to come across It's going to
1: come across really bad.
0: It's hard to build a business around being a douchebag.
1: Yeah, It is,
0: unless it's a business. (laughs) Unless that's part of your business. Unless it's part of your business. (laughs) You know, there is a lot of mean people on TV that they are doing very well. Exactly, yeah. So it was interesting. And, um, you know, I'd love to hear your experience. Now, you were on Top Chef for two seasons. Is that right? One season and then you came on another. Yes, I was on the season five. I was the runner-up and the fan favorite.
1: And I was on season eight All-Star, and I made it through the – through like two thirds of the competition, then yeah. I got kicked out because I couldn't make the good version of an American staple. I, you know, they asked me to make a burger and yeah. I made a burger, but I, I'm an Italian guy right. making an American staple. Yeah, so yeah. I made my version of a burger yeah. against like 10 American. My burger wasn't as good as their burger. Right, gotcha. Understandable.
0: Oh, well. I'm a good sport. It is what it is. It's okay. But you've done extremely well after the show. And, uh, you know, I've been researching a lot about you and your your videos. It's funny, we were just talking before this about how my uh, project manager, like, fell in love with you when she was watching the show. (laughs) And then she saw that you emailed us and you, you signed up for some of our programs. And she was freaking out and, like, texting me nonstop. Like, you have to have this guy on the podcast. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> you know,
1: I, I got to say something that, you know, I, I haven't even, I wasn't even on social media. Mm. I, I didn't even had a Facebook account before I came to United States uh-huh. nine years ago. If you go back to my Facebook account, my LinkedIn is a few years old. Yeah. My Facebook is only seven years old. Yeah. Uh, my Twitter, even less. My Instagram is a couple of years old. Uh-huh. You know, so I was a fan of yours I appreciate it Way before Your project manager Was aware of who I was Right, right So, you know You're the guy That kind of got me Into the social media aspect With LinkedIn first Sure And then, you know With everything else So I'm I'm, I'm, I appreciate it Yeah. This is good This is good You know This is one of the things I kick out of my Kick off my list uh, Of my (laughs) wish list uh, You know I like it
0: I like it And uh, we were talking before How LinkedIn's actually been A really powerful platform To build your business You get a lot of leads From there A lot of customers Unbelievable But you got to do it right yeah
1: and and in your guide your linkedin guide and courses that you have have really broken down for me Mm. the path Mm. on what needs to be done to get noticed yeah because you know linkedin is just nothing else like another social media platform with the advantage that 99 percent of anything that's going on there is business related so if you if you if you use it right if you plug yourself right, if you place yourself as an influencer, mm-hmm. you can monetize that. Yes, yes. And people are always be like, what's the ROI of social media? Well, it's hard to quantify because yeah. there is really no metrics yet. But if you do it right, you can actually see result yeah, yeah. because, hey, if I get 10 emails a week of people connecting with me and they want to do business with me <laughs> through LinkedIn mm-hmm. and two of those 10 leads translate into a paycheck – that's pretty Guess good. what. It's a free social media networking site and now yeah. all of a sudden we're making money yeah, off of it.
0: Exactly. It's just a way of building those relationships yeah. at you know, positioning yourself as an influencer, yes. making yes. sure you're doing the right thing. So, it's really cool to hear you've done that. And I want to talk a little bit about a little bit about the chef side of you. But to be honest, I want to more talk about the business side because that's what I like to talk about, and it sounds like it's more fun for you right now, anyways.
1: It's you know, a chef is what makes me happy. It's yes. a passion, right? Yes. I, I This is I what mean, I
0: was. I mean, look how happy this guy is. Look at this guy; <laughs> just looks happy on the cover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, sh- chef is what people know me for. You know, I, we have a lot of restaurants. I'm in the kitchen all the time. Honestly, yeah. I it's more the time I wear a chef coat. Then the time I wear a suit and tie yeah. to do a, a keynote or to do mm-hmm. some training or you know, sometime I do keynote and they and I wear like a shirt, <laughs> jeans, and sneakers. I'm a big sneakers fan. I like I those, I saw those. I was like, those I, are I'm nice. a big I'm a big sneaker guy. But the reality is that mm-hmm. I enjoy the business aspect because with food you feed people and you teach people how to cook. Mm-hmm. But for somebody like my average audience, you know, from somebody from 20 to 50 years old, men or women, doesn't matter. If they learn how to cook a recipe, yeah, you enhance their life because now you teach them how to make a dish or something, and that's great. But my 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 goal is to have successful restaurant, right? Yeah. So chef is not really a mentor. It's not really a teacher. You know, I can show you how to make a recipe, and you're going to look good next time you have friends over. Yeah. But that's it. It's not going to rule your life in a different way right being an entrepreneur and being a business give you the ability if you can connect with people to really mentor them yeah. and change their life for the better yeah think about how many people have followed your advice for your online which by the way i bought all of them and it's phenomenal material thank you the webinar course the latest one that you launch about how to build your online business yeah I have online businesses, and I still took great advice from your courses you. and enhance my ability to cash in my expertise by monetizing yeah. and package debt. Yeah. But think about how much you enhance people's life by showing them tools mm-hmm. that if they're willing to apply those techniques yes. and those work, they can make more money. They have more time free. They can yeah. provide better for their family. That's what excites
0: me more than create a simple dish. Right, right. You know? I love it. I love it. And so, what was growing up in Italy? What was the dream for you? Was it ever? Was it always uh, to come to America? Or was it? No. Let's do. Let's build a restaurant because you had multiple restaurants in Italy. And were you just like, I'm going to stay in Italy for the rest of my life, or what happened to make you want to come here and, and do all this?
1: I never thought in my wildest dream I would have been American. That would have been successful. Really? Because when I was in Italy, I grew up in a family with no money. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did wear a cast on my on my chest for about two years because I had scoliosis when I was wow. six years old because I didn't have a bed to sleep on it so my family oh, wow. we were living in a 300 square foot apartment six people wow. and there was no room for That's bed
0: like this size
1: yeah so I yeah. I used to sleep on a recliner oh, up till goodness. I was six and a half years old um, and that gave me scoliosis. So I was in a cast. Now we were wow. poor, poor to the point where there is no more rooms for bed in the kitchen. My, my grandmother was getting out of bed and she was at the kitchen table because there was, you know, it was a small apartment. Wow. We had no money to pay for nothing else. Grew up with food stamp. You know, my, my dad yeah. is working three jobs, My mother is working three jobs, job and still there is no money. There is too much month left at the end of the month. <laughs> right, right? right. So when I was 11 years old, my mother got sick. And I'm going to make a long story short. She, we, Italy is very different. Healthcare, there is yes. no Medicare. It's public health, but yeah. it's like, it's like really, it's like a. It's not that good. It's not
0: that good. <laughs> you got to wait a month. Well, to it, get could, in. it
1: could be good, but there is too many people trying to mm. get supplied by. So yeah. it's, 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 it's sketchy, right? Yeah. So my mom is getting sick. I'm the only person not working. Mm. I'm 11 years old. So I took a job in a bakery shop. I was baking pie and I was, and because I was too young to be legally employed, The owner of the bakery shop said, you want to work nighttime? Mm. Nobody's checking at night. It's Italy, right? Yeah. So I started to work from midnight till 7.30 in the morning when I was 11 years old. Wow. And I did that for three years. I was making enough money. I paid my mom Medicare. Wow. I put her through surgery. And then when I was 15, after working three years every night from midnight to 7.30 and getting my backpack and go to school every day... Um, I got a job in the restaurant business daytime because the owner of the bakery shop also, he owned few restaurants uh-huh. in Florence, Italy. So he offered me a daytime job and I took it so I could start to sleep a little bit at night. <laughs> and then uh, when I was 18, he made me part owner of the restaurant. He said, wow. dude, you've been working with me for seven years. You never ask for a day off. I, I was the only, I'm still the only person I know. That by the age of 17 got brought three time at the hospital for exhaustion. Exhaustion is when you work yourself so hard yeah. that your body just shut down and, and just force you to go to sleep.
0: To sleep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, in three different occasions, I woke up in a hospital two
0: days after I passed shut out. Shut up. Yeah. Unbelievable. Two days after. So they had to rehydrate you. They rehydrate
1: there. me and just, I work myself to, to, to exhaustion and the owner said you know you're a hard-working kids you're smart you're you you know suck at school but i i was bad (laughs) at school man
0: me too
1: i was horrible i was was good at two things when i was young boxing and working there you go so that was good boxing i broke my wrist kind of similar story done then Done there. Um, and then I couldn't box anymore. Then I did a little karate, but it wasn't as much because I was punching people instead of grabbing them. So it was very good, man. <laughs> karate didn't work for me. And then, and, but I was working, I was still working really hard. So yeah. I opened with this guy, my first restaurant when I was 19 and I never looked back since. Wow. So I've been self-employed since I was 19 years old.
0: Wow. So why do you think you worked so hard in those years? <laughs> even after the first time you went to the hospital, why did you keep putting yourself through exhaustion?
1: I, you know, I'm a, I have a very addicted personality. Yeah. That is one things. And, uh, I'm an overachiever. That's an overachiever. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Let's, let's, let's take a step back here. <laughs> you didn't Two, know English. <laughs> 2005, December, when I moved to United States, I didn't spoke a word of English. So some, <laughs> words and some <laughs> sentence still i have a hard time it's pronouncing okay all
0: right so i understand you i'm
1: an overachiever a uh, uh, a very addicted personality and i see restaurant business and, and working really hard as escaping from what was happening to all my friends mm-hmm. i grew up in a rough neighbor we didn't had any money mm-hmm. by when i was 20 half of my friends were drug addicts the other half were in jail yeah so i love him to death but i don't want to and that way, yeah, you know, and then I grew up with a family where we had no money, but honest people, hardworking people. Yeah, yeah. So I saw work as an, as a, it's
0: an escape to focus your energy
1: and to focus my energy on yeah. something constructing rather
0: than spend my time, just, right. you know,
1: just messing it up. Right, right.
0: Got you. Um, now, <clears throat> have you learned to balance over the years, the importance of getting sleep the importance of taking some time to relax your mind and your body so that you can be more productive or you still go, go, go without that balance.
1: I learn ways to do that, <laughs> not traditional ways. Like, you know, we just opened my restaurant number ten in Chicago um two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Before that, we opened another two months ago. I personally have not taken a day off a traditional, like average people. Oh, today's my day. Monday, I'm off. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. Wow. Um
0: no vacations, no
1: well, I took my wife two weeks to vacation in Europe. For your honeymoon or something. F- Yeah, for my honeymoon. <laughs> I actually recently got married. I got married a few yeah. weeks ago. Oh, wow. Congrats. Thank you. Appreciate That's it. That's awesome. And, and we have a baby on the way, so wow. that will Congrats. force me to be a little quiet. But yeah. So my vacation now is, all right, let me take my wife a week to Paris, a week to Italy, and a week to Spain or whatever. And in those three weeks... While she relaxes, she sunbathes, <laughs> she does stuff. The normal people call relaxing. You're online working, I'm, networking. I'm, <laughs> I'm typing my next book. I'm yeah. writing my blogs. I yes. make my time efficient. While my body is relaxing on a beach chairs or something. Yes, yes. Because otherwise, there is no way to sustain the kind of business that we have mm-hmm. if your mind is not on. And I'm not talking about a 90-minute basketball game or two-hour at the gym. Yeah, yeah. That's part, that. of, that's part of working on your business because yes. if you're not healthy your health. and you don't take care of yourself, yeah. your business is not going to thrive. Of course, I'm talking about
0: taking a week off and shutting right, your right. cell phone hasn't happened in a long time. <laughs> right, right. Now, let's talk about the, the health aspect of the chef because – there's obviously a lot of chefs who are overweight, and yeah. don't take care of them their health. Yeah. How have you been able to take care of your health? And do you feel like you can be a great chef if you're extremely overweight and you you're know, not taking care of that? What I, I think that regardless of the chef scene,
1: um, you gotta take care of your body, or your body eventually will let you know that you're not taking care of it. Because yeah. you know a lot of people don't. Don't think like, you know, let's walk for an hour a day. Let's go at the gym. I don't, I never had a gym membership. Right. Well, so it is different,
0: you know, back in the, I have like, I have right, a yeah. treadmill
1: at my house. I have a high raised desk like you uh-huh. have right here where uh-huh. we know I am very active. Yes. It, the gym is, it, gym is an excuse to be active. You can be active without the gym, Walking right? Around. Walk around the yeah, yes. brisk walk for a half an hour. It's all you need. Yeah. But, um, I think that chef in particular, it's, it's a, it's a very excessive. It's an extreme uh, work environment. Mm-hmm. We work in, in a, in very high heat because, yeah. you know, kitchen is hot. My very kitchen hot. could get to 120 degrees. Oh. You stay there for eight, 10 hours. Think about it. You got to hydrate a lot of chef lot like excess because it's a nighttime job. It's a public, you're in a public venue. There is a lot of booze. Sometimes there is drug involved. Yeah. You know, it's it's not a healthy environment to begin with, mm. but at the end of the day, spoons doesn't make you fat. <laughs> you know, cigarettes don't smoke themselves. Yeah. And uh, and it's it's really up to the people. I work in a toxic environment because restaurant business is not a healthy environment, but the reality is that I'm not a toxic person. Yeah, I don't over drink. Sure. I get a beer sometime or a glass of wine or a scotch, whatever. You know, I'm a social drinker. Yeah. You know, I don't do drugs. I take care of myself. You know, it's like, dude, spoon doesn't make you fat. You gotta, you gotta eat it, right? <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, it really comes down to the willingness of yourself to take mm-hmm. care of your own body. I don't. I'm a believer that circumstances doesn't define who you're gonna be. It's how you react to circumstances mm-hmm.
0: that define how you're gonna mm-hmm. be. Where did you learn this principle and this mindset? You know, growing up, yeah.
1: growing up, and and knowing a lot of people, and, and that's not
0: really the Italian mindset, I would think. No, my so you my, had
1: my, to... my dad and my mom. Ha, ha, I call my mom every day, I say, mom, how are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's too hot. The house is hot. I'm miserable. Economy shit. There is no money. And with no that job, said, no jobs. No jobs. I retire my mom and my dad five years ago. Yeah, yeah. So they're retired. <laughs> they're, they don't need to work. Yeah. But they still complain about Italy not having a job. Right. You know, and, and it's too hot. All right. That's great. It's too hot. Buy an air conditioning system. <laughs> Buy something, you know, yeah, fix yeah. it. Just what are you going to do to react to your environment? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was, um, It's funny because it's that, that's the biggest, the biggest pet peeve I have is when people giving me all kinds of excuses Mm of why things are not happening for them.
0: in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app state farm lets you do things your way so when you need help protecting the things that matter most remember to say like a good neighbor state farm is there
1: you know in life i'm like i i treat my life like think about a military tank (laughs) full metal jacket military tank when you're a tank Things don't happen to you. You're happening to things. Uh-huh. So, and the reality is that that's how you got to live your life. Doesn't matter what happened. It's only the way you react to what's around you that will define who you're going to be in life. Mm-hmm. You can grow up. Bro- I came to this country with no English, million and a half in debt. Wow. Cause although we might not go there, my father had a very f- big financial distress. Three months before I left for Italy, right. and I sold my business in Italy before I left. I wanted to move to the United States for vacation, and I found myself paying my dad liability to the bank and be about to come to the United States and instead of having the time of my life because I was a millionaire yeah. twenty seven years old in Italy I, in Italy hard to do yeah, I, I saved a lot of money in Italy by selling all my business before I was taking the lifetime vacation of my dream. And coming here and learning a new language, yeah. be the man for two years, not doing
0: shit, nothing. And then you were to go back as the goal originally? You know, or...
1: my, my goal here was to go back and yeah, yeah. figure it out. I got money. I could invest some, yeah. create business for myself. I created a business from scratch and do that again, right? Yeah, yeah. And instead, what did I do? I came to United States. I had a ticket ready. I went from having seven digit in my banking account to be broke mm. because that went to pay my dad liability. So they didn't lose the house. Mm. Now I'm in America. No English spoken. No money, a million mortgage, cause all the money I had there wasn't enough to pay everything. And I still signed the paper for my dad. So mm. you know, my dad is a sixty years old guy. He was like completely stressed and down yeah. and let's say he's not gonna get out of it. I made him once, I can make it again. Mm-hmm. Plus it's my family, you gotta take care of first. So now I'm in United States, no English. Not even broke, because when you're broke, you got no money. <laughs> in when debt. you're in debt, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I didn't have a job, and I didn't speak the language. So now we got a th- over a thousand employees, mm. you know, multi million dollar business. English, it's okay, still struggling with it. but You have a okay. thousand employees now? About 1,200. Wow. And all your restaurants and all the, all the restaurants, all the company, wow. wine, uh, wine business, sure. licensing. It's about 1,200 people now. Right, right. And, you know, we have a business in the in eight the, in the digit. Wow. And the That's reality, great. midday digit. And the reality is that the question I always ask, what's your excuse? Mm. I didn't speak a word of English. Yeah. Came here in debt, million dollars. Most people won't ever have a million dollars in <laughs> yeah. debt in their lifetime. Yeah, You know, people freak out, they have like $20,000 student loan. That's easy. We can (laughs) can show you how to get rid of that (laughs) in two months, in a day. day. Yeah, we did better than that, in a day, in two hours. Exactly. But the reality is that it's not circumstances. Mm -hmm. It's how you react to it.
0: Yeah, I love this, man. I love this. So what was the dream then when you came here? Uh, it wasn't to be on a TV show. It wasn't oh, to. It was just to start a couple restaurants, building your. I
1: fu- no, even I found myself forced to it. You know, I, sometime,
0: I heard an interview about, sometime, about the TV show, right?
1: Sometimes the best uh, your best chance to succeed is to do not have a plan B. Think about it, right? Mm-hmm. If you have people that go like, if this doesn't work, I have a plan B. Yeah. I guarantee then it's you, not gonna work. I guarantee you it's not gonna work.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: I guarantee it's not gonna work. Yeah. My plan B didn't exist. I was my first idea to come to America was a vacation. Yeah. I was a wealthy kid in Italy because I built my own business there. I sold it, cash out, and I was gonna be a pimp in vacation <laughs> for two years. Where were
0: you living originally when you moved here?
1: Uh, I was living in Ventura County.
0: Okay, yeah. By the beach. Near Santa Barbara I, got a, in the way, I yeah.
1: rented an apartment for a year wow. by the beach. I wanted to have a vacation. <laughs> Louis, <laughs> I never took a vacation in my life. I was 27. Years, yeah. I got a wow. million dollar in my banking account. Screw it. I'm gonna sure. go to
0: America. I'm gonna I'm gonna see the world. Right. So but, what what happened next, and when did the process come to doing it, uh, being on Top Chef? Because I heard you turned it down like two or three seasons in a for, row. Right? Four season. So so
1: what happened is that I was uh I was working with a friend of mine in a restaurant in Ventura. And one of the producer of Top Chef. Which I didn't know who he was or what he was doing came in with his wife to ask the hot restaurant where I was working at to cater their their uh, rehearsal dinner at their house for the wedding. Mm-hmm. The owner of that restaurant was a big shot. I was just one of the line cook because I was just there. You're a new guy. You A didn't new speak guy English. didn't speak English. I had to find a ten dollar an hour job for right. myself to to learn the language. Right. So and and I'm surprised I, you
0: didn't learn Spanish.
1: <laughs> full, fu- I, I'm fully fluent in Spanish right.
0: Well it's pretty similar this the, is-
1: the first two year in the United States I came here to learn English And I, I was full of Spanish Not a word of English I was like, like This is not going to work out man So I And this guy pretty much They came in uh Trying to hire the restaurant For a rehearsal dinner mm-hmm. The owner was a big shot He asked for too much money the bride to be was in tears. Oh. I was like, that's fucked up, man. Seriously, <laughs> just help, this, help these guys out. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares if they want to pay you $60 a person instead of $7? does not matter. Right, right. Do something. So I went out, back door to the restaurant. I was like, guys, I'll, I'll take do care love, of it. I know every recipe in this restaurant. I'll take care of it. Yeah. I'll do it for you. And the guy yeah. was like, would you? I'm like, yeah. I don't even need to get paid. You seem like good people. She was crying. I'm like, you guys seem like good people. I'll take care of it. Were you speaking English this time? Or? Little. Enough to be able <laughs> to communicate. <laughs> I will help you. I would help you. Like, right? Enough to communicate. Something. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and so, and they were like, oh my God, you're so nice. And then at that night, you know, the, the night of the party, I met one of the, his business partner, uh-huh. which was one of the executive the producer of the show and the guys in charge of casting and then he invited me and I turned it down because I mm. didn't want to be on TV. I just got a job in a restaurant. I'm trying to yeah. learn English. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see him. Plus, I you know this. I come from a culture where celebrity, TV, chef, there isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, in Italy, if you're on TV, you're either an actor or you're a felony and you made the news. So that's it. So right. I didn't have, oh my God, let me be a chef on TV. I'll kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? what are you talking about? No, I don't do TV. I don't even speak English. Right. So and and then they kept asking me. We we became friends. They kept asking me for three years, and then season five, I gave in because at that point I was married. I did open a new business. I understood that America watches a lot of TV. Yeah, and then I had a
0: restaurant at that time.
1: At that point, I had a restaurant. I
0: I. In Ventura or in, in Moore Park. In Moorpark. Park. Moorpark.
1: Park, Park yeah. yeah. My well, my very first restaurant owned in the United States was in Moore Park, California, Café Firenze, yeah. which is still there, still yeah. going strong. And I'm going to uh, check it out soon,
0: next time. We'll have we'll check check it, it together. Yeah, there. Yes, yes. Uh,
1: and, then, and then I decided to do the show in season five after I got asked to do season one, two, three, and four. Wow. And I was turning it down because I just didn't believe that TV was that good for me. I, I didn't watch TV. I don't yeah, still watch I don't really TV. I watch much either. I just learned that exposure is good no matter what, but you got to look good. Where
0: would your life be right now if you didn't go on Top Chef?
1: It would have be busy. I would have a lot of business still cuz I'm I'm a doer. Yeah. Uh probably I wouldn't met certain people that I met through the business. So some of the business I have would not be as uh Good, mm-hmm. you know, because the reality is that If I didn't on if if I didn't go on TV, I probably wouldn't be here today. Yeah, you know, because your project manager know me very well, and she said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fabio, you is house. It's gotta be a deal." Then you can house going down, done.
0: <laughs> exactly. So
1: so see that TV is good for that. Yeah, but you know, I I would have still have few restaurants. I yeah. would have still killing it because that's that's you
0: know because you work hard and that's your. Because we your work attitude. hard and we work smart. But the challenge is, you know, we were talking before. I think you said. You know the licensing business has been a huge business for you and yeah. bringing in a lot of income, and that has come from your personality, from your TV stuff, fame, from your credibility, from TV. Yes, and that's a big deal. You know, that's good. It money. is a
1: big deal. It's a great paycheck, <laughs> and all and the
0: speaking and
1: yes. With that said,
0: though, mm-hmm.
1: let's break it down. Yeah. Yes, licensing, licensing, licensing. For who doesn't know what licensing is? Licensing is when you're famous or when you have an audience. <laughs> yeah. And you allow people, product and company to, to borrow your, your likeness, image and, and, and name and put it on product that you endorse or you build with them or you co-pack, mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? Yeah. For example, I own my winery in California. I have a winery. That's not a licensing. That's a company I own, you own it. And I bring it out. Now I work with uh, you know some other company where my name is on their product, we develop together, I don't own the company. But
0: you get a percentage. But I get a
1: percentage of sale. that's a licensing. But even that, Luis, think about this one. Top Chef, right? People say, oh, you do licensing, of course you do speaking engagement, and you make a lot of money per day because you're famous. All right, let let me break it down for you. (laughs) I was one out of 270 people that in the whole season of the show went on and, and did the same exact things I did. Hmm. How many do you guys remember from the show? Two, three, four. So two, 270
0: from all the seasons.
1: 270 people wow. so far went through the same That's show. Crazy. I did. And I didn't even win the show. <laughs> Think about American Idol.
0: Right. So many people go through it.
1: And how many you know about it? One, Couple. two, three. Yeah. Four. Right. So television is good. Television is an app. Is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Television is the environment mm-hmm. that can expose you. Yes. But if you don't know what to do with it, if you don't have a game plan. I had a game plan, man. Yeah. You know, a lot of people that won the show, I didn't even win it. A lot of people that won the show, they disappear from face of earth. Mm. You know why? Really? Yeah. Well, they might have one restaurant and they're famous in like a small city. <gasps> right. And- you know why? Because they don't have a game plan for social media. Mm. They don't put themselves out there. They don't. I can get, you know, it's funny because part of my business, right, it's to do for big corporate what you do for small business owner, we coach them in how to get exposed and how to monetize that, right? So the reality is that a perfect unknown person, somebody, you give me any person with some sort of expertise that could Mm -hmm. be taught, that they can teach that tomorrow, that nobody knows, you give it to me in 90 days, I'll place them as an authority on social media, TV, radio. It's easy, the path is there. If they do the work. If they do the work.
0: Can't I just make it for. Can't them.
1: just make it for them. Yeah. I've done the work.
0: Yeah, I've done the We've work. We've been hustling for seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten years. So yeah. my
1: overnight success has been twenty-six years. <laughs> yeah, it's an overnight. Still on overnight.
0: It's still going. Still yeah.
1: going strong. And I haven't even started yet. Yeah. <laughs> stay tuned for the next. Stay tuned for the next ten years, man. Yeah, yes. Watch. We're taking <laughs> over. The only reason why I can't be president is because I'm not American.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, what was the game plan going into it? So, you turned it down three years, and and then you said, okay, maybe there's something to this. I'm going to do the next season. And what was the game plan? Were you like, okay, I'm going to get on TV and I'm going to be the certain way, or I'm just going to be myself? I've and, been,
1: you got to be yourself, right? Um, right. You know, I, I am very well aware with your story, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. football player yeah. had an accident, got into a funk, yeah. but you're a good guy inside. You're, yeah. you're a good person. You find your passion. You bounce mm. back. Now you're murdering it. Yeah. You know, think about social media, top 10 people on the planet, your name comes yeah, up yeah. for some reason somewhere. Yes, so the you. reality is that you got to have clear goal and you got to be a good person. Yeah. Television only expose who you really are. Mm. All right. Now, there are exception where your character on TV plays a role that you might not in life, mm-hmm. but...
0: That's hard to do. It's hard to That's do. That's like a skill to it, even it's do like, that.
1: It's like lying, really. Yeah. Think about it. That's why I don't lie i i i' I'm, I'm black or white I don't have a yeah. mesh right I'm yeah. black and white I, you know the reality is that television exposes who you are now they can edit things that you set left and put it right mm-hmm. but they cannot put word in your mouth yeah. they cannot edit. they can't take
0: the energy away from you, your they essence can. on tv
1: so responding to your question my goal was to be good look good look like i i do care for people which i really do yes and i'm be like a genuine likable kind of guy yeah so once you have that my business game plan was like going for blood like hey now we got TV exposure. Let's multiply that <laughs> yeah. through restaurant. We yeah. start to do event with the restaurant, mm. live events, social media. That's when I picked up your LinkedIn course right yeah, after Top sure. Chef. That's crazy. Was... When was
0: the season? What year was this?
1: Season five was uh, 2009.
0: Uh, wow, man. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't yeah. even know you were doing all this. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. you started really hustling before really hustling, and I'm... after show. Yeah. And maximizing it, yeah and you and probably you shot the show, and then it probably came out three four months later, assuming, no, I right? shot the show, and it came out almost a year
1: later because I, I I finished to shoot it in February, and it came out in November December so you're
0: hustling that whole year you're like, okay, it's coming out, let's coming get out. everything ready so people can yeah. buy things where well, most chefs don't do that they're like, no, oh're they were we're like oh
1: are like i gonna be on TV who's gonna you know who's gonna come to my bachelor pod and have a good time <laughs> oh, I was the guy on TV do I get a free <laughs> dinner? oh hey, do you want me to sign your <laughs> right go to like trade shows and do yeah, and just you. be be you know yeah, yeah fun yeah. things that they last until the next season is up and then your your heart is cold all sudden and yeah. your five minutes of fame lasted three weeks
0: right exactly seriously and you've really you've leveraged it because you're a fan favorite and then you came back on another show yeah come back on
1: and then then ended up you know building this huge brand on on, yeah. on, on tv and last year fabio viviani brand had an aggregated 600 million impression wow and last year alone i did 112 tv appearances 112 yeah last year alone
0: wow what's been the most fun tv uh you know i appearance. love
1: a few show uh that are very dear to my heart because i just love the people there yeah home and family on hallmark channel okay i love that yeah actually we should do something together there they're good let's people you're gonna you're gonna love that let's man. do it the chew on abc uh-huh. very good i love the talk yeah. Because you know, Sharon Osborne, she's a good she's a good lady. I know her and I know that you know all the other lady there, the producer are delightful people. Yeah. And um and you know, those are those are normal show that the people like and people wouldn't know about it. Right. Um I love to work with you know, besides the guys of Bravo. Bravo is like, you know, the starter family, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those people are good to me. Um I love Food Network. I just mm-hmm. finished to shoot a season of Cutthroat Kitchen. Fantastic! So the show is fun as hell because you know they get chefs and they put out of their comfort level by sabotaging them. How uh, it's a fun show and and you know I like to have fun.
0: Yeah, of course. I'm not a mean guy. A guy. I'm
1: not a mean guy. You know, not, I,
0: who's the mean guy on that show? Gordon Ramsey. Gordon Ramses Yeah.
1: But again, you know, it's it's mean on the show, but it's a piece of cake in real life. He's so nice, you're like, right? why yeah.
0: you're expecting this? Then he's supposed to be like that yeah, all the time. Yeah, and he's tough. such a
1: nice guy, it's and I'm tough. like, it's gotta be tough, you know. It'd
0: be really hard to do that. Put it on this. So, but yeah. he's a good guy, and
1: he's doing phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Crushing. So, yeah. Wow. Um, <clears throat> do you ever want to do your own show?
1: I do. I, I do. You know, I would love to have my own show, but there is gotta be there is gotta be rules, and the we right gotta fit. draw the yeah. line. You know, I don't want to be on TV just to be on TV. I'm very particular about what I do and who I associate myself with. Yeah, yeah. Because I have one brand. Once you screw that up, you, you're done. It's man. It's tough to get it back. Yeah, you're done. That's tough. You know. Um. So, I what I do actually in December, I you know I have enough of stuff to produce my own shows. Yes. So what I do online in December, or, or in online Europe. or platform, I, I know pretty much every every network in the nation. Yeah. So I I can at least I can sit down in any meeting in any right right. Because we've been there for a while now, so I know all the players. And and what I do, I'm going to shoot two different shows. I'm going to shoot a 52 episode of a business show, Mm. where you know, think about something like this, but where I'm on camera talking about business, giving people advice on 52 different aspects of business. Mm. 52 because 2016 is 52 weeks, Mm -hmm. so one episode per week for a year time. Sure, and we're shooting that over a week period. Wow!
0: And then right after all, 52 in one week—that's smart. Batch it up.
1: And then after that I'm shooting fifty two episodes of the best kitchen tips. Mm. So I will get back on camera and I will just shoot the fifty two top tricks that will improve the cooking experience of people at home by teaching them stuff like I'll teach you today. Yeah. Ninety second fresh pasta, my blow you away. Amazing. Ninety second. So somebody's on the video phone downstairs, hey, Ah. we're coming up. Fresh pasta. Wow. By the time they run up, you got
0: <laughs> pasta ready. That's amazing. It's crazy. Um, what's the experience you want people to have when they walk into your restaurants from the, the moment they <clears> park <throat> to the moment they come in from after the time they eat their meal and when they leave? What do you want them to feel and experience?
1: I just want to have, have them to have a good time. Mm. You, know, you know. Most people say, oh, my food is awesome. That's great. But if the service suck, if the hostess at the front desk doesn't have a big smile, if you have shit in the parking lot all over, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So it's an experience. If you're hungry, you make a sandwich at home and you're You're not hungry anymore. If you go out, it's because you want an experience. So I don't care if you're coming to my restaurant because you're a Top Chef fan, because you're a Fresh Pasta fan, or because we just got three star from the Chicago Tribune as the best Mm takeouts in town. You got to come to my restaurant and you got to live with a good time. Right. And good time is a combination of good service, good food, good atmosphere, upbeat, uh, you know, everything. You know, that's why I run a very successful hospitality development business Mm
0: -hmm. with my business partner. Sure, sure. And how do you get it all done? I mean, how do you make the experience great, have 12,000 employees, do 112 appearances on TV, have 10 plus restaurants licensing? Online, social media, speaking, how do you get it all done? And by the way, I saw your babies do October 27th. That's when my book's coming out fantastic we got two babies coming out at the same time
1: (laughs) (laughs) one will make you money one will drain my checking account (laughs) damn it i got the wrong baby coming all right well how do i make everything happen so here's here's a i'll tell you what um i'll tell you what's happening before i'll tell you how i make everything happen the biggest critic of my work Mm -hmm. the biggest people that judge me on every day the famous haters are people that work 40 hours a week They never have to relocate in a different country. Mm -hmm. They speak one language and they make fun of me because I have an accent. They never had the guts to take on a liability and to put themselves out there. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I work 130 hours a week, Lewis. I get up at 5 every morning. (laughs) I do some push-ups. I run for 10 minutes on a treadmill just Mm -hmm. to get the blood flow. By 5.30, I have a green tea in my hand. I start to get email, phone, and by nine o'clock, when most people wake up, 8.30, 9 o'clock, I have done probably two hours solid of work yeah. that other people cannot get done in eight hour of an office stuff. Because yeah. you know, if morning for me it's good because there is no distraction, yes. right? And then during the day I travel. Um, last year I did uh, two hundred thousand fly mile, shy of two hundred thousand fly mile. Um, 112 TV appearances, wow. 70 speaking engagement. I opened three restaurants last year. I wrote a book. Um, mm. had time to get married. <laughs> Did it make I made a baby? So had <laughs> yeah, time really. to do that. I had time to do that. Um, was in half an hour. It didn't talk much, but yeah. <laughs>
0: And then, and the reality is that More like like 90 seconds, like we're to make that pasta <laughs> <laughs> could
1: have happened. But but now that time was a good one. Um, and the reality is that you just gotta work. Yeah. You know, you gotta do the work.
0: Why do you think so many people aren't willing to do the work? What's missing from them? What are they lacking that they don't want to you know, do? I, I
1: don't, I, you know, I wish I could answer because if I could answer, I could build a business and fix it. Mm. Um, I think that most people like, I think the most, my, my only belief is that the excuses on why you're not getting yourself to do something are just, you know, stronger then the reason
0: why you should do it in first place your vision it's your vision man what what tell me about talk to me about vision why is uh, what's how do you find a vision i
1: grew i grew up i grew up in a in a i grew up with group of friends that all they were talking about was what how we're gonna get fucked up this saturday and sunday Mm -hmm. you know they were talking about what are we gonna do to what uh, we're gonna uh, do to just go out and have fun saturday and sunday mm -hmm. when you're me Monday morning are as fun as Friday night. Yes. That's the reality. They're exciting. They're exciting. Yeah. Cause I have a week of, you know, people that can get back to me cause they're not off on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to hear from this guy. I called on Thursday night and it's the weekend. It's not going to answer. So for me, it's a vision. Mm. I, I work right now for a goal that I want to achieve in 2020.
0: Yeah. You know? What is that goal?
1: You know, I have a, I want to buy my next goal that I I recently disclosed with my wife. You know, it's to buy a a 20 acre property in a very beautiful neighbor. In, uh, Chicago, hmm. buy a lake, I want to have 20 acre because I know what to do with those 20 acre. I have everything mapped out. a little farm, but a little. I have everything in my head, yeah, man, yeah. and I yeah. have it on paper and I keep it very safe. And in order to do that, I need $10 million in cash. <laughs> yeah. And in order to do $10 million in cash in the f- next five year, I break it down. Yeah. The problem is that people don't know how to goal setting. People don't know how to goal setting. You know, goal setting is not I want to be national team of whatever you play. Right. I don't the goal is not 10 million. Mm. 10 million is the vision. The goal is let's break down 10 million in cash. How do I get there?
0: Every day. Every day, every
1: day, you know, 10 million broke it down for, you know, a year is about $30,000 a day. Yeah. How do I make $30,000 a, a day or, you know, it's like it's like, you know, $900,000 yeah, a month, or, days, but, You okay, know. Yeah. So the goal setting People miss goal setting skills and people miss vision mm-hmm. you know and that's and that's I think is the biggest problem but a lot of people they're content mm. you know I was poor yeah now i'm 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 not I wouldn't say I'm rich, but I'm doing well for myself, yeah dude, I picked that all day <laughs> yeah all day you know, and I was a happy guy when I was broke because my right. inner happiness is not dictated by money, mm. but even then, I had a vision you know. I was like, my vision makes me excited, man. Mm. I know it's far away. It's really far away. But it's getting, it's just far away from a timestamp line and small goal settings. Because a big plan is nothing else than the combination of small achievement. yeah, Little tiny one.
0: How do you stay consistent throughout, you know, when you have roadblocks, when you have adversity, when you're... People can understand you because the language barrier. When you're facing all these challenges, how do you stay consistent? And what would you say to someone else who's you know, challenged with that?
1: It hasn't been easy all the time. You yeah. know, I
0: had my days. I had where I was like,
1: well, "What am I doing? I mean, it's fucking so hard. Why? Yeah. Why?" The reality is that, Again, it's it's a matter of how you how you want to live the rest of your life. You know, you want to be the guy that leaves a legacy or you want to be the guy that, you know, witness other people do so. Mm-hmm. For me, stay motivated. It's just a matter of be true and 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 stop being full of shit towards mm-hmm. the things you want to achieve. You yeah. know, yeah. I have a lot of people I know that are overweight. I have a lot of people I know that they, they could do so much more with their life, but yeah. They just don't want to, you know why? Mm -hmm. Because they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. They're comfortable in their position and they make themselves believe that that's all they will ever get. You know, it's, I think it's, I, I, for me staying motivated, (laughs) I don't want my kids go through what I went through. You know, I got a kid on the way. I just, I'm not kidding you. I'm not, if I don't spend like money, like I'm not a bowler. I I'm, yeah. I'm, I save money. Yeah, you invest it. I invest money. I, I, I make my money work for me, right? Yes. Now I take my wife to vacation. I bear no expenses. Right. But I never take a vacation. Yeah. So for me, it's like, all right, we go to the best hotel because I want to experience yeah. that. But the reality is that I know my kids is coming, half of the expenses i had they're gone overnight not thinking yeah. i don't need a 1000 dollar pair of sneakers now no. i don't care no. cuz now it's not about me it's about my family yeah. so great 100 bucks sneakers boom yeah, done yeah. you know yeah. so for me i'm not a materialistic kind of guy mm-hmm. you know i have uh, and the thrive is just to be able to be the guy that people are talking about it for the next 10 20 30 mm-hmm. 50 year after i'm dead mm-hmm. Do you have a fear of people not talking about you? I could give a shit about it. Meaning I'm not motivated by other people's opinion Mm. because those opinions don't pay me or my family's bill. When I say I want people to talk about it, I refer to the people I love and I care. Mm. The general public, they will always have an opinion. Yes. I do hope that that opinion is good. Yeah. But as long as I'm in good standing with the people I love, my family, and the people I care for, it it's yeah, so all it, matters. Matters. So yeah, it yeah. matters to me.
0: What would you say is your superpower, if you had a superpower?
1: I'm relentless. Mm. I, I don't quit. I'm unbeatable, man. There you go. I cannot be beat because it's very hard to beat somebody that never quits. <laughs> that's true. I don't quit. I, if I set my mind on something, it's going to happen. And I fail. I have been bent over. I have been beat and, and tied, but I never been broken. You can win because I don't quit. So if when I want something, you can bet anything you have that it's going to happen. Mm. There is no excuses. There is no second guesses and being an entrepreneur and being a, 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 a person as motivated as I am, there is always a way. Now, life gets in the way, and the plan can change, but never the goal. Yeah, The plan changes all the time. Hey, if I tell you in five years I need to get $10 million in cash because I need to buy that dream for myself, you bet your ass on it that I'll have it. Now I have a plan right now for the next five years on how plan to get is there. Change plan. I know is going to change. It's going to change
0: a million times, probably. It doesn't
1: matter, but the goal never changes. Yeah. The plan and the execution could change a thousand times. Yeah. You can get screwed over and start all over again. That's
0: okay. But you gotta. You can't take guys out of the prize, man. What do you think is? Holding you back from getting to where you want to be. What's in the way right now? What's nothing is holding. Nothing is holding me back. It's just
1: a matter of uh, creating time. Right. I mean, yeah. um, one one of the things I'm I'm really good at. It. I think I'm probably one of the best out there. It's time management. Mm. I can save people half of their time in doing the same things all day long. How so? There is distraction.
0: Yeah.
1: Twenty first century is full of distraction. From airplane go by to your house to your phone ringing, social notification, constantly. social media, stalking your ex, girlfriend, the male guy text. People text you. Hey, I'm about, I'll call you in five minutes. Fucking just call <laughs> me in five minutes. Why are you texting me? You're calling me in five minutes. You know, when I do meetings in my company, there is no chairs mm. because why do you want to sit down and get comfortable? Let's get shit over. Let's talk about mm. it. And then we move out. I like that. So the reality is that I can save time to everybody. I cannot create time. Yes you know so we always have the 24 hour and i i'm one of the best people you'll ever meet about time management mm. so my time is very well managed and 90% of my time if we take away shower bathroom breaks stuff that the require my full attention like ED. driving or eating Every other minute I have, it's employed by something that creates a benefit for my legacy. Mm. There is no distraction in my life. Mm. I get shit done, I get shit done quickly, and I get shit done on time. Mm. The reality is that there is just 24 hours. So my time is my biggest asset and my biggest deficit. To create bigger goal, you have to start to eliminate smaller goal that don't achieve the bigger result in the timely manner. Mm. The problem is that I care for people, and sometimes when you eliminate smaller goal, some people that leave off of the smaller goal will get affected by. It. Yeah. So before I do that, I need to make sure that those people are taking care, or those people are part of the bigger goal. Because although it's not my business to take care of yourself or anybody else around me besides my family, I still care for people and I'm fair to them. You're so big
0: heart, and you want them to succeed and right. So you. sometime,
1: sometime you know for me before i change path and and i always think about how that will affect people involved in that scenario you know we had experience where we had to close restaurants mm-hmm. or we had to do stuff and you think and about 40 them. 50
0: employees are gone
1: right so yeah. you want to make sure that those people are taken care of and cuz at the end of the day i care for people i care i'm very altruistic i care for other yes. more than i care for myself yeah, yeah. so I feel that the same way, yeah. that although it's not very entrepreneur like but it, i think it's good because just one thing you always guys want to remember is that life pays back good with good and bad with bad mm-hmm. so, so i'm a I'm firm believer of karma doing good to others so if you if you try your best to always be good to other mm-hmm. it might slow my goal down by a year or
0: two but i take care of people and it makes yeah. me feel good yeah exactly and it should, it'll come back exponentially somehow exponentially right yeah, somehow it will come yeah. back yeah yeah, yeah. Do you have uh, your own PR team, or do you do all this yourself?
1: I do, oh, I have an army. Uh, it's a reality, you know. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it's, it's go back to time management. You know why I do? Why would I want to do task that if I? You know, it's, it's all mathematic, right, Luis? Mm-hmm. If last year you made seven digits and you divide those seven digits by three hundred sixty-five days, twelve months, thirty days a month, twenty-four hour a day, your time is valued. 80 bucks an hour, 100 bucks yeah. an hour, 300 bucks an hour, right? So if I get, if I perform a task myself that I can pay somebody 20 bucks an hour mm. and my time last year was $200 an hour, yeah, you're wasting time, you're exactly. wasting money. Exactly. So that's why I keep hiring people and just keep growing and growing and growing. People yeah. don't understand it. Oh, I'll do it myself. I don't want to pay anybody. Oh, that's, that's great. You're just losing money by doing it yourself. Sure, sure. So I have, I have a good PR team. The 100% of the content I do, my blogs, my business review, my recipe, it's done by me. Yeah.
0: And the you team know, executes it as well. And
1: my team, yeah. you know, executed, they broadcast it. You know, today we post a recipe. I did the recipe. They post it. Yeah. Cause if, if I have to log in physically every time I go on social media. I wouldn't have time to do anything else. Yeah, exactly. So I have a PR team.
0: I have a marketing team. Do you check on social media ever? And, Hi, every day. Yeah. Oh, every day. But you're you not know? just executing everything. I'm the
1: guy that goes to the bathroom and is on Twitter. I'm doing that too. Yeah, that's
0: when I get to use my social media. <laughs> it's the long bathroom breaks.
1: I was, I was doing this uh, speech at a at a conference for uh, for a big software company eight years ago. Um in uh, in vegas and and made everybody laugh by saying you know thanks to twitter my poop time got so much more entertaining because <laughs> because otherwise you're just there like that there's nothing to so now you're know, waiting yeah so i'm the i'm that guy you know That's i'm funny. the guy that the red light to answer somebody on twitter yeah, exactly. and on the bathroom answer yeah. and before i go to bed i passed out answering.
0: you know it <laughs> is what it is man i love it i love it um a couple questions left for you I, yeah i feel like we could do this all day and hopefully we can do more of these in the future Um, what's the thing, what's the question you've done all these interviews over the last five years. What's the question no one's ever asked you that you've wanted to answer? Wow. The question no one has ever asked me that I wanted to answer. Wow.
1: That's a great question, man. Mm. Wow. The question that no one has ever asked me.
0: Or that you wish they would. Either you wish you could answer it or you want them to ask it.
1: You know, Here's the reality, right? This is what I believe. I do believe that people don't. When you have the time, like, you know, today we have an hour together. And when I have the chance to be with somebody like you mm. that is creating success, right? And is creating a legacy and is making the difference in people's life and is creating a, a name for yourself. Mm. People ask a lot of stupid questions. <laughs> yeah. How do I be rich? Mm. How do I make a million dollars? How do I do what you do? Well, you fucking can't, you can't do it because I'm me. You're (laughs) not me, right? So I don't have one question, um, that I wish somebody I wish they asked me. I just wish that the average IQ or question that people ask me would have been more intelligent. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I had the chance to be sometime with the most brilliant people on the planet and I ask them question. That truly can benefit myself yeah. without getting nosy. I don't care how much money you make. It's you. Yes. I could give a shit. What I care is that you know, asking questions like, "Hey, you know, I'm trying to do this. What it's your opinion about the best way mm-hmm. to go about it?" You yeah, know. Yeah. And the reality is that I I like people that ask intelligent questions. I just find that the majority of people out there. They have like a rhetorical question book and they ask, I, I want to be, you know, I I got this kid. <laughs> this kid asked me, to, to, was like on. I got a DM on Instagram saying, "Hey, how do I do? How do I get? Uh, I just open an account because we're opening the Know How Leadership Academy.
0: Yes, in totally January.
1: Yeah. So we're building content right now. We're building momentum. We're building some social media following. Mm-hmm. We got ten thousand followers in four months with some tricks that we teach and learn. Whatever. Kids come to me and he said, "Hey, I said I'll give you a thousand dollar if you grow my account to ten thousand people." Can I do that? Or can, and I'm like, dude, it's not the way it works. <laughs> that's not the way it works. It's <laughs> not yeah. the way it works, man. You gotta put the work in. Yeah. You know, a good question could really be, but then they don't listen. You know, you the good question to ask would be, what's the path? Yeah. Now the answer. It's a very complex. It's, it's taking action and it doing. Takes the work. An action and doing relentless, you know, yeah. action every day. But I think that although I cannot pinpoint a single question that I wish people would ask me, I just wish that the level of intelligence mm-hmm. of the question asked yeah. would be really meaningful,
0: mm-hmm. because there is a lot of people ask stupid questions. Yeah, I saw one of your videos online talking about um, how you ask the right questions and most people ask the wrong questions. Yeah. You got to ask the right question, right? Yeah. And that the level of your questioning will get you a a better result based on your question. Yeah. I mean, I mean, seriously, if I
1: talk to you, you're an online expert, you know how to build webinar, you know how to build online courses. You teach people effective way to package stuff that they know (laughs) and sell it for people that could use the information. Yeah. If I guess that you probably have had day where you made a hundred thousand dollar in a day Mm -hmm. selling online courses. And that's more than what average American makes in a year. The question I ask you, I come to you and I'm like, Luis, this is what I'm thinking. Can I have one sentence of what you think what, I'm doing yeah, wrong yeah. or right? Or what would you do? Or, or what yeah, would yeah. you do with it? Yes. I'm not asking, say, hey, you know, how do I make a million dollar with my yeah, ebook? Yeah, that's yeah. a stupid fucking question <laughs> yeah. because the answer will take three year planning and you exactly. you know that's <laughs> exactly
0: yeah. That's
1: that's that's the things. I wish the IQ
0: of the question was mm-hmm. higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know, I feel like we're very similar because I was really bad in school. You were really bad in school. Do you feel like it's more important to have the heart over the intelligence in business and life or it's better to have the intelligence over the heart? No.
1: Heart and hustle beats intelligence all day long. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Heart and hustle beats intelligence all day long. I can teach a donkey how to operate a business. I can make him get out of bed in the morning and I cannot make him have thrive, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a reality. Hustle and 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 po- willpower beats textbook intelligence yeah. all day.
0: I agree. That's yeah. great. A uh, couple questions left. What's the thing you're most proud of that most people don't know about you that you've done? Or I
1: I retired my mom and my dad five years ago, which made me very happy. Mm. Um. I probably help financially more people for no return. I have nothing to do with these people. Like beside, you know, trying to be good to other, I probably yeah. help financially more people that most people are aware of. Um, and I'm not doing it because I want to feel good, or I'm just doing it because it's a good thing to do, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 I like to help other, you know. I'm the kind of kids that by the age of 27 made a million dollar and lost a million dollar. So a million dollars, a million dollar, you can make it all day. Yeah. doesn't matter. Money is just a number money. It's, it's currency money. It's not the goal, you know, um, you know, retiring my mom and my dad, it makes, made me very proud of myself because, you know, I, I, I got rich by selling business. I've built on my own. My dad is an, is a, dad is a handyman and my mom is a hairdresser Mm -hmm. i don't come from money man you know i I made a fortune by the age of 27 by working my ass off lost everything to help my family built it again and retired my family with no debt Mm. so i made it twice and and you know and and now and other things i'm very proud is that my kids you know that i don't have yet my boy which is about to born in two months he has already College paid for the next ten years. Amazing, and it's already, you know, and that's something that makes me proud. I can die tomorrow if I'm happy. And know he's and and I know that my wife of, yeah. and my kids are taken care of. That's right. So those are things I'm proud of, and 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 I'm not proud about things I do myself because I don't care. I don't drive a fancy car. Yeah, I don't. Either. I just, you know, money for me has different values. And look, look, don't get me wrong. The day, you know, I'll probably buy an expensive car one day, but I don't care. But the reality (laughs) is that- It's not important right now. It's not, I I don't care. It's not important right now. Okay. It's really
0: not. What are you most grateful for recently?
1: I'm most grateful for the opportunity that I have every day. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my friend. I'm grateful that I found through my career, good people Mm. willing to help a helpless kid they didn't speak a word of english mm-hmm. and they had no reason to do so but because they're good people they decided to just give me guidance yeah and i was smart enough to listen and i'm grateful for it yeah i'm grateful for my thrive i'm grateful for my faith in my ability and you know and, and i'm grateful every day just to get up in the morning and make the difference man cuz yeah. we're making the difference that's awesome man. we really are i
0: love it yeah yeah it's the end of the day for you uh it's your last day and you've got a piece of paper and a pen to write down three yeah. truths that you've learned about life, that you've learned about business, yeah. relationships, anything you want to write down. Yeah. But you can write down three things. Three things. You have no more books left. Nothing. Nothing left. This is what it's the last get three to, things. Last of things everything get to see that's of you. left for me. Three truths. What would you write down?
1: Do it right, or eventually you'll do it twice. First truth. If you don't do shit right, Or go back, bite you back in the ass and you gotta do that again. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter who you are, what you do for a living, do it right or do it twice first. Second, second would be you cannot take care of anybody else unless you take care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. If you're unhealthy, if you're broke, you're not helping anybody. Take care of yourself first, then you take care of everybody else. The third biggest truth is that life It's never about how good you had it. It's not about the color of your skin. It's not about religion. It's not about sex. It's not about where you're coming from. It's not about your past life. It's not about how good you have it, how good you had it. It's only about how bad you want it. Three things.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that. Uh, Final question before we ask it. Make sure to check out this book. Check out your website. FabioViviani.com. Also, what is the main things that you want to have people follow you on Twitter, Instagram, Periscope? You know, where else should they be? You, you you'll find,
1: you, you have a lot of stuff out there about me from a chef standpoint. So Mm -hmm. if you go to FabioViviani.com, you can find, you know, my restaurants and my books and everything else. One thing I would love to is that what we're going to do very soon, we're going to share our knowledge with everybody out there and help. You know, because our, our past is I uh, helping people with a lot of money, corporate America yeah. figuring their shit out. Yeah. Now we're going to go into smaller business and, and and people and self-improving people,
0: right? And what's that called, that website?
1: Knowhowleadershipacademy.com. Okay,
0: cool.
1: But the best things you can do, the website is not up yet because we're launching it in January. What you can do for now, just go on Instagram, follow my account, Academy on Instagram. Cool. We'll send all the update there and then awesome. you guys are in for a good ride. There's going to be a ton of free stuff That's great. that is really good and, yeah. and it will really change the way you You manage your time. You live your life. You think about business. You think about goal, planning, vision, everything we spoke about in the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a path broken down for everybody that's up to grab.
0: That's it. I love it. So make sure to go follow all those accounts, the Instagram account, and uh, the website will be up soon where they can opt in and and learn more about that. Uh, Before I ask the final question, I want to acknowledge you, Fabio. I acknowledge all my guests at the end. So I get to acknowledge you for your authenticity, man. you. You have so much... Just passion and realness about you that is so enjoyable to be around. The moment we connected in here, it was like I felt like you're a brother. Uh, Your passion, your consistency over time, the ability to turn any struggle into an opportunity for you, and to seize it, and to and to serve others not only physically by serving us great food, but great information, your love, and uh, I, I just appreciate so much about you. I'm excited to, to connect more and all that good stuff. So thank you for that. Thank Final you. question is yeah. what's your definition of greatness?
1: My definition of greatness is I think, you know, it's a big question. Uh, my definition of greatness in every aspect of life, it's to get up in the morning. Mm. doesn't matter what time you get up. and doesn't matter what time you go to bed. Just be the fucking best you can in between. That's the definition of greatness. doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter if you're famous or not, if you have money or not. Get up in the morning, kick ass, go to bed, repeat. You have one life. You're not going to live forever. Sorry, you know, too, (laughs) too too fucking bad. You're not going to live forever. So just get up Mm -hmm. and go to bed, but make sure that whatever you do in between, it makes the difference. That's the definition of greatness.
0: Fabio, thanks for coming on, bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate Looking
1: it. Looking forward for more. <laughs> this is awesome. You're
0: awesome, man. Hey, check out uh, the video we're doing right now uh, for making homemade pasta. We're gonna do it internet right now. sensation. is <laughs> house. We're
1: made fresh pasta in 90 seconds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thanks, bro. Thank you again, everyone, for listening to this awesome episode. I, again, had a great time with Fabio, and it's such a pleasure to have him in my studio and have him cooking. Again, make sure to check out lewishouse.com 218 to watch the full video interview. Also, the interview with us cooking and him showing me how to make homemade pasta. It was incredible. Um, and make sure to share this with your friends. If you have friends who would be inspired by this message, please share lewishouse.com 212 online share it on twitter facebook uh, google plus linkedin instagram tweet me at Lewis House. make sure to tweet at fabio viviani and let him know what you thought follow him everywhere check out the show notes at lewishouse.com slash 212 to get more information on him again super pumped for all to come we've got some great interviews coming up very soon so make sure to stay tuned and get ready for some greatness coming at you. You guys know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great.